Have you ever wanted to start your very own podcast? Sorry, that's a dumb question. Of course you wanted to start your own podcast. Podcasting's amazing. Head on over to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use promo code GAMEPINIONS. And then you, that's right, you listening to this right now, you can have a free month of podcast hosting service. And also, if you take that promo code, you can also get a free month of stats so you can keep track of that podcast that you're working so hard on. Blueberry is incredible, and the features are simply amazing. I don't have time to talk about them, though, because I have to start my own show. So after this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to Blueberry.com, look up what it is all about, use promo code Game Pinions, and get started on an adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to Game Pinions, episode 34. I'm your host, Calvin, and today we are back again for a special edition Game of the Year 2019 podcast episode. So today I am joined by the one, the only, Kim Kim. Thank you. And then we're also joined by the human multi-tool without the tweezers, John. <laughs> Welcome oh. back, John. Sorry, I cut you off, John. What'd Hi. you say? How's it going? Yeah, it's been a while. It has been. It's, it's been, good. what, since like September or August, something like that? It's been a long time. And this is my Three first months. podcast with John. Oh, man. There's a yeah. lot of firsts. That is true. Here on the last day of 2019. <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll start this episode off like how we normally start off. And Kim, we're going to swing it over to you. Okay. What have you been up to? I, for this week, I have been on Final Fantasy XIV, which I think is what we agreed, and not XIV, but whatever. (laughs) XIV. So I've actually been on there experimenting more with the housing, and it's just... It's just so much fun, and I'm on the server Fairy, and a lot of people on that server have been very kind, and there's a lot of server transfers, too, just for people to find new groups and become more social, and our, like, free company, I've gotten to notice, like, how nice people are, and just, in general, I mean, MMOs back in my day were like, you call that a build, (laughs) and I don't know, it was just so, so much more aggressive, but I've been enjoying myself on there, and... Just kind of been doing all the pretty stuff, making everything pink. I'm a girly girl, so. Sounds pretty fun. (laughs) Yeah. Is that the only game you've been playing? Well, I mean, I have been kind of popping on and off of The Sims 4, and I, I, my computer, which I think is operates just fine, yeah. is apparently struggling with, I guess, the latest update that's come out for The Sims 4, and it's not even like I have the expansion installed. It's just how, I guess, it populates into the game, and, I mean, I guess it's all locked underneath something, but I cannot play the game. It's just so slow i mean even without my mods i don't understand what's going on i might have to like reinstall it or something which might be something a lot of people are experiencing from what i was seeing they have to uninstall their full game with all the expansions they have (laughs) and reinstall the full i was like i don't have time for this i'm just gonna get on yeah i'm just gonna get on final fantasy so well i will say that judging from my experience with ea this is just how all their games are (laughs) (laughs) 
probably. I haven't gotten on Star Wars and uh, Battlefront 2 for a long time, so I don't know what's going to happen when I pop on there. Ironically, me and John were just playing Star Wars Battlefront 2 a few nights ago. John, what have you been up to in all of these months since you were last on the episodes? <laughs> I mean, lots of Battlefront. I mean, you got to talk about that now. It's been re-reviewed by IGN. That's right, uh, I mean, yeah. Really? Yeah, it has I kind of consider that the comeback of the year as a game, as far as that goes. What? Yeah, yeah, because they had to re-review it just because of how it is now, as opposed to, I guess the kind of the mess that it was released as. So they kind of went back and re-reviewed it. It should be called Review 2.0. It shouldn't yeah, be re-reviewed. So... Don't erase the original. <laughs> it was. It was. I believe once... it was what. Uh, six point something, six point two, eight. I don't know. It bumped up. I think it's an eight point eight now. IGN. Okay, that's pretty fair. That's a big jump. It is twenty percent. Whatever these numbers mean. <laughs> yeah, whatever these <laughs> whatever mean. numbers mean. I mean. They like it a little bit more. That. That's all it's, that means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like okay, well. Yeah, so that's been fun. I mean, I play that so much where it was, um, it's twenty five dollar upgrade for, uh, the. What is it? Ultimate Edition? So Celebration Edition. Yeah, Celebration. Basically, it unlocks. Yeah, it unlocks all like all the cosmetics, all the skins up to until this point. And I'm like, well, I dumped maybe like hundred to two hundred hours in the game. It's worth it. I don't want to, um, you know, grind forever. Oh yeah. These skins. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that is worth it. I mean. Yeah, I think that's worth it. Hours go. Because I mean, it takes forever to unlock all those things. Oh yeah, I don't have the patience for that. Uh uh-uh. uh I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just want to pop in there and enjoy it while I'm on there, and then get off. You know, it's that's a lot of devotion to unlock all that stuff. It is, yeah. And especially now that there's no crates to help you unlock any of that, now it's like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No assistance. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I guess you know. That was just the games that gotten, Yeah, it's, it's been fun. Um, they added several new modes now. Yeah. Uh, you can actually play some instant action, which is kind of limited to some of the prequel maps. For now, I'm assuming they're going to be updating it with the sequel and maybe in the future, the original trilogy maps. But for now, um, I think my favorite mode now is co-op, which you don't really have to be competitive against anyone else. Oh, that's uh, nice. Me and Calvin have been playing that. Yeah, we played that mode, a couple times, is, yeah. Yeah, it's, this four, it's a co-op mode of four. Um, poor players online versus bots. And just basically you're going against waves of bots trying to See, push forward. And most of the time at least. Bend. Yeah, I prefer most that honestly. Just like the originals. You know, you have you can play with your friends and just go against like, you know, a bot team. You don't have to play online. You remember back in the day, I mean that was oh, like yeah. the only way you could play. I mean it's just bots. But um yeah, but we we're saying most of the time because there's been a couple situations where me and John have played and for some reason, the game puts, like, someone else on the other team. Oh, that's great. So they're on, like, the yeah, team of bots. A, that's a known uh, bug. <laughs> so it's like, Man, but, uh, I mean, yeah, it's it messed up. It wouldn't be Battlefront 2 without the bugs. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> and you've, I mean, you've been kind of playing the Call of Duty Modern Warfare game, too, Yeah, right, we John? have been, yeah. Yeah, you mm-hmm. two have been. Yeah. I've popped in there once or twice with you guys. Yeah, John, I've, what do you think yeah, of that game? Complaints. It's it's a little messed up. I feel like the maps are a little weird. Um, some of the the weapons are a little oddly balanced. I mean, like that one map we were playing on shipment. Like, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. And, and the like, ability to have tanks. Well, uh, what was that? Like, yeah. How many players is that? 
Was oh, I can't eight? remember. I think it was 8v8. I think there is a 10v10 mode. I'm not sure if that map's available for the 10v10, but I imagine it is. <laughs> I hope not. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. We, I mean, we that okay, mode no. is like instant death every you single time. You have to describe the moment we were introduced to that map. Does any First, does anyone know what the actual name of the map? Yeah, Shipment. Shipment. Okay, shipment. so yeah. basically there's shipment. those... Oh, more like... <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed to say that on here i think you need to beep that right <laughs> but there's apparently these crates or shipment crates or whatever they're like freight crates or whatever you call them yeah whatever there's like four of them there's like four columns of them and it's a small map i'm talking like if you know the halo z lot map it's it's tiny it's the tinier than that you basically have four corners of a bedroom and you all spawn and there's like just one crate between y'all, you know, kind of dividing you or these four in the center. And you could just spawn in front of people, behind people. It's it's almost like a spawn camp map for fun. And there's no way you could take that map for serious. So we all start the game off and we spawn and our enemy is right in our face. And we're like, <laughs> what is this? And we just start running around and then shots are going everywhere. You don't have like more than three seconds to live. And then sure enough, there's like this little miniature tank, which I didn't even know existed in that game, comes rolling around Oh yeah, it's a kill streak, yeah. I was like, I hope that thing's on our side. <laughs> sure enough, it was, thankfully, but... Oh my God. It was insane and you can't take down that thing fast enough because you're it takes a lot of shots it takes a ton of shots can you imagine juggernaut on that map (laughs) that's that's the big guy with the little minigun but he has like a crap ton of armor uh, john did you have a strategy on that map i don't think i ever asked you ah i mean the best thing i do is like just throw my smoke down (laughs) and just kind of do that were you a grenader or were you like i'm gonna get their heads first Uh, or i think smoke's my best bet i mean you died not as soon (laughs) Yeah, I was I was kind of like a, a spawn and then get killed while I was spawning kind of strategy going on there. Oh, insta death! It was highly effective for the other team. <laughs> we we were the most slain, I guess. Um, oh yeah. We all managed to. I think it was all of us were able to basically camp out inside one of the shipment crates and hide in a corner and try to shoot them as they pass by. But sure enough, if a grenade was tossed in there, oh yeah, that's it. it yeah, was, you're, it was you're over. screwed. <laughs> um, but if anyone said they were competitive with that map, I would be laughing. There's no way you could. Take no, it, it was it was ridiculous. I mean, it's like you, even like the the play of the game. It's just a whole bunch of people popping in and then just getting instantly killed. It reminds me of the Halo Reach custom maps where it's like someone's the Cookie Monster or some crazy <laughs> mode you play with your friends for fun and for you know giggles and stuff. Which, I mean, we were laughing. I mean, it was a good time. But as far as the game goes, John, what do you what do you What's your overall opinion of it? Yeah, what's your main complaints for it? I think you've played it more than me and Cal. That's why I'm kind of asking, like, what do you think? I mean, it's that spawns in general, equipment in general. It's uh, crazy on claymores in the game. Oh, yeah. I don't know. This. I mean, it's really sad that some of the best maps are just remakes or barely even a remake, almost straight up ports of the original Modern Warfare maps. And yeah. it's like, well, I mean, that's that's kind of sad that those are your best maps because I don't really want to... Well, original maps, I don't want to see the same all over. Because like, you already had Modern Warfare Remastered, which had the same maps again, and then you had other Call of Duty's, you just poured over the same maps, and this has been going on for the same... throughout the whole Modern Warfare franchise. So, 
You yeah. just see them importing what's in the previous games or what was, I guess, the most liked instead of what I what I understood, because I haven't played Call of Duty since way back, where it was more like these classical weapons, back like World War II or something style. It was old. Um, but that was apparently rumored what this game was supposed to be. Now, granted, there's not a lot of futuristic aspects to it, but I was kind of shocked that it's that it's still not in the past like i was imagining it would be i had a different i guess vision for the game than everyone else yeah i think basically you know they were trying to go back to more of the original style without you know swinging from like you know rope to you know not swinging from like uh oh, i'm trying to, i don't know what i'm trying to say but you know not like wall riding and stuff like that like the weird stuff they were kind of you know including wall running and whatnot and it's just more of like you know you're on the ground you're a little bit more limited in where you can go and what you can do and I personally like that better. I'm not a big fan of all the crazy stuff that they introduced to the series eventually. But, I mean, to me, I feel like they just kind of lost a little bit of the magic because I feel like Modern Warfare, the original, and then World at War, I thought those two had some you know really solid maps. I think that they were a lot better balanced than how it is now. I feel like as the years have gone by, you know, they're, it feels like they're running out of ideas and, and what to do. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just, uh, it's, it's just a mess. I, it's... Yeah. And I, I agree. Like, I feel like what makes it kind of like that is when you get in the game, I mean, it's a military game. It, it would be different if it started out as an alien futuristic game, but the fluids to me, I think what it is is you're so fast, you mm-hmm. move so fast. There needs to be like a sensitivity cap, um, so that you can't whip around your head that fast there needs to be weight to your your military man i mean if i'm thinking i'm going to play a military game i don't envision myself beaming around the corner and going pew pew like i do in halo i envision like a a soldier kind of like some weights of movement to when you're right now i just don't feel that i don't feel the weight of my weapon it's just very odd to me well it's very much like a, you know it's it's a twitch shooter you know it's all mm-hmm. you know about going fast and all that and I guess, you know, that's kind of like the Call of Duty feel. I just don't think that, I just don't think the map design is there. And I feel like there's not enough of like a, a reason for people to like not camp. There's not, I feel like all these maps that they create, and it's, you're always going to have camping regardless of what kind of Call of Duty game it is and what kind of, you know, maps are. But I feel like these maps specifically almost encourage the camping aspect. And mm-hmm. that to me kind of kills the game. Yeah, I don't really feel like yeah, I'm I don't going really. to war, right, John? I don't really feel like I'm, like, jumping in there and on a sideline of war. It's like, oh, I'm going to the subway. Like, I don't know. I just wasn't very fond of the maps either. Like, oh, I'm just kind of going to my day-to-day, and here comes some guys and guns. Yeah. I'm going to shoot them. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, I don't really camp much in that game. I mean, I'll camp when I feel like the enemies are doing something ridiculous where I feel like I'll be at an advantage if I did it, but just for a little bit because, obviously... It's a kill cam, and you'll eventually find out where you are. So, yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. I, I like running around, but if running around gets me killed a lot, then at some point I'll slow down. Yeah, recuperate, find a spot, and kind of stick to that same area. But I won't stick to a single permanent spot. I'll stick to a single area. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, kind of go back and forth and defend. That's kind of what I do too. It really depends. Like you know, there's certain maps where I'll kind of just you know run you know, to like a hallway, I'll, you know, hook up my gun to whatever wall is in the way and I'll sit there for a few seconds. If anybody walks by, I'll take him out and then I just kind of move on. Cause I, 
I mean, to me, it's boring. Like sitting there waiting for someone to show up is just boring. Like unless you're like a sniper, it just it's it's kind of stupid. I mean, there's. But really I no kind point. of feel like that's honestly part of their audience though enjoys that aspect of it, which they're trying to also cater towards campers and non-campers. I feel like they made that one of their primary focuses because there's no way you can play those maps or beta test those maps in any way and not realize there are spots where camping is definitely, you know, a thing. Like you're going to be able to camp in those spots in certain in certain areas. Yeah. And there's no way that they I mean, did not notice that. So I think they're trying to appeal to their audience there. In that aspect, but we are breaking down the game quite a bit, you guys. So, <laughs> yeah, I feel like we're in yeah. like a Call of Duty rant here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the only legitimate camping I can see is snipers. I mean, it's snipers. What else can you do, especially in Call of Duty on a map that big? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, this I know people does... complain about that. It's like, there's snipers. What are you supposed to do? Well, <laughs> that's true. Every now and then. That's yeah. true. They, you have a good point with the snipers being there, and what else are they supposed to do? So I didn't. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, snipers, is, snipers easily. Yeah, and they have like you know the lens flare and all that. You know the different ways to kind of indicate, hey, you're about to get shot. <laughs> you're gonna get killed. Um, yeah, they're, they're 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 kind of moving onto like the trying to go to battlefield, but it's kind of cute because they're like, oh man, we're all so realistic now. We have ground war, we have big maps, and people are all freaking out. It's like, oh my god, this is so cool. It's like, yeah, we have battlefield. If you want, yeah, like and battlefield that. does it Call, much better. Call of Duty doesn't really work much of that kind of. No, I personally, I mean, I think Ground War is kind of trash, honestly. I think it's kind of not great. Very poorly executed. All it turns into is people going up on the roof and just killing you when you spawn. The vehicles are, the vehicles are really bad to control. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. They're weird. They're janky. Yeah, and I know we're talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare a lot, but this is a really good breakdown of one of the games that has been released in 2019. It has been, yeah. And I think we need to also kind of analyze some other games that have been released this year and maybe break them down a bit too. John, have you ever played I just big title games at the moment, but like Sek- Sekiro, I believe it's uh, Sekiro. Called? It's like the Dark Souls I have Japanese not, I do version. I have it yet. You know, we haven't played it either. Yeah, we have not. But TJ has, and he actually has talked about it on this podcast before. Um, Mm -hmm. If I had a guess out of all the games that came out this year, that would probably would have been his game of the year. Oh, yeah. Now, he, though, see, he's a little bit biased when it comes to games because, I mean, you have your favorite games, of course. If if a new Halo came out this year, it'd be like, oh, yeah, of course, it has its flaws, but <laughs> I love Halo, you know. It has Master Chief. I it's know. Chief, right? So, but Sekiro, I think, artistically and the way it was performed, you know, like just the way the game's developed is obviously very nice. I think it was a different style, probably what TJ was discussing, than the previous Dark Souls and how it's... I guess the combat system is a little bit different. Did you do you recall anything? I, I can't really recall. Said? I think it's very similar to how Dark Souls plays, or like you know that series like from software same games. Creators. Yeah, same creators. Yeah. Um, same map design, or I know like. I think he was mainly talking about the different art style and how it kind of feels a little bit, I guess, different and more. I think it's it's supposed to be more of like a, a Japanese like style of like art. I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, that could Whatever be understood because, I mean, they were going for a different, I think, a different kind of cultural, like, aspect like to the game, guns. to be honest with you. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, like samurai kind of, that and then I guess th- those kind of knightly things over there. I'm sorry, y'all, I don't know the technical terms, but 
But、um, it's a highly praised game, and it's probably going to be, you know, wait, it wasn't announced as the game of the year? Who was? That was like the official game of the year. Yeah. The、Sekiro. official. Yeah, the official、uh, I mean, one. Game Awards. Game yeah. Year, I believe. Because、okay. I mean, every website has their own game of the year award. I mean, we're going to have our little tiny game of the war- game of the year thing here too. But、um, as like the the biggest one that I guess is more critically recognized, yeah,、mm-hmm. it was considered game of the year this year. Which I mean, if you have a lot of time to devote to those kind of games, then I can guarantee you, you will fully enjoy them. And you know, if you even want to just spend any time that you have towards it, I mean, they are very good games and、yeah. very beautiful. But I mean, they're definitely I, not for everybody because it's you know it can be frustrating and it has definitely a, a learning curve to it. Too. Definitely, I mean, that's just something like I, I enjoy. But、mm-hmm. man, do I get frustrated fast! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now there's other games that came out this year too.、Mm-hmm. Um, just to to list a few. Uh, Pokemon Sword, Sword and Shield came out this year. The first real Pokemon game to come out on the Switch.、Mm-hmm. I didn't play that. I wanted to, didn't get around to it. You guys, I'm assuming, didn't get around to it either. No, but I know your sister has, and she had、uh, spoke to me a little bit about it. Think she wasn't impressed.、Too. Yeah, she wasn't impressed with it. She said it was rather easy, and you guys had played the original, you know, Pokemon games, and to see something like this come out where they're where they're touting it to be like this brand、yeah. new Pokemon standard in a way. Like I feel like Pokemon in general has never been super difficult. It's always kind of been like you know, baby's first RPG in a way.、Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it's really it, it's kind of just gotten easier and easier though, and I don't know if that's just because the game has gotten easier, or if we're just getting better at playing games. <laughs> yeah, we're just more skilled, right? Yeah, we're、John? more skilled now. We're more evolved. Have you played any of those games by chance, John, or know any of other 2019 games that have released that you've really even bothered to you know kind of play with? Ah,、uh, played a lot of, or just in general. In general. Um, as far as unique ones go, Death Stranding. I mean, I know you've had several podcasts talking about that.、Oh, We definitely、yeah. have. Death Stranding is definitely going to be brought up again.、Um, but yeah, Death Stranding is pretty awesome.、Uh, but you you talked about that. Oh We yeah,、will. we we discussed a lot of it.、Oh, yeah. But however, however.、Yeah. Metro Exodus, I believe, released very early in 2019, and the Metro games are a fantastic series. Of you know, honestly, I, it's hard for me to get into shooter games, let alone something like Call of Duty. But Metro and its story, if you trace it back, it's just fantastic. And Exodus that can, came out was very open; like the maps were just vast. And I, I believe Exodus was released earlier this year. I had caught up with every single one of them with my little brother, so that's why I'm a little maybe off with my scale as to when they did release. That's okay. Yeah, I'm I'm not super familiar with that series.、Mm-hmm. Um, I know about it obviously, but I've never actually, outside of a demo, I've never actually played one. How about you, John? Any Metro game? I、game? have not played a demo, but that's, that's about but, it. Okay. It is a very. I felt like it, I just like all the little aspects of it. You know how everything just. I don't know. It's different than Gears of War.、Mm-hmm. It's different than any shooter game I can really stick it. You know, too. It's not like a Halo. It's not like Call of Duty. Not like anything I've ever played before. And I was like, I like this. 
this is definitely different and it sticks with you yeah you know it, you you want to go back to it if you actually give it a chance i think honestly the earlier metros in my opinion them being such smaller maps and more it almost felt like a doom in a way because it's not very hard. You know what you're supposed to do. It's a whole heck of a lot of shooting. And you traverse through this map very quickly usually. And it's dark. And you're just gunning down enemies. And then when this game came out, it, it was a lot more stealth. Which was very interesting for that kind of game. And it made it a little scary. And your enemies were almost, you know, most of them were human ironically in my opinion you fought a lot of other humans that were kind of bad so it kind of gave it a i feel like a tom clancy spin to it in a way yeah which was kind of nice because it's kind of like how i would want it done but it was definitely different than the previous metros still good in my opinion but as far as the game of the year i mean i love that weird death stranding stuff I, that's just me yeah i'm i'm a, a huge fan of death stranding um, now before we get into the game of the year, just a couple more games to kind of, you know, take note of that I didn't get to play, uh, a link to the past, um, for the switch. I really wanted to play that. I did. It's right. That's, that's right. Right. No, Link's Awakening. Is that, I'm, I'm so confused. I'm getting mixed up. I think with you're that. right. I think it's Link's Awakening. Was it Link's Awakening? It's Link's Awakening. The okay. I, one. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of the 3DS version. Um, yeah, I wanted to play that. Didn't get a chance to play it. Luigi's Mansion 3 wasn't super interested in it. I wanted to play that, but I really didn't get a chance to, to do that either. Um, I also wanted to play Fire Emblem Three Houses. Did not get a chance to do that. The new Star Wars game, uh, Fallen Order. Oh, yeah, we still haven't touched that. Did not even touch it. Looks really good, though. And that's probably going to be, after I'm completely finished with Death Stranding, that will probably be the next game that I get. Oh, it has to be. Star Wars is our thing. I think if we played that, we might have skewed opinions. It might be a little bit different. So just before, you know, the whole game of the year thing, just want to throw that out there. There's a lot of awesome games that I did not get to play this year. And same here. I mean, we're just going based off of what we have played yeah. so far in what we would consider our little game of the years. Yeah. It's yeah. just unfortunate that there's only 24 hours in a day and <laughs> we have jobs and limited funds. So we literally can't play everything. It's just, it's the too much. The struggle is real. <laughs> yeah. So I did write down a few games that I did pick up that I was kind of going through what we released this year and kind of had that. Oh, memory, nice. Go ahead, I wrote John. some down. All right, John, uh, shoot. I mean, several, uh, sports, several sports games. I mean, oh, that's right, you know, yeah. We really talked, we talked like a whole podcast about MLB, um, MLB Show 19, so NHL 20, which was picked up recently, NFL not too long ago. Yep. Um, two other games that I've been playing or have played that came out this year, Untitled Goose Game. Oh, I played that too. And that was fun. I Hundred percent in it. I think it was worth. That's some people's game of the year. Oh, are you guys talking about the goose game? Yeah, the goose game. Like yeah. where you can drag things around as a goose. Yeah, you do a whole bunch of different okay, crazy stuff. That was like to me like a way better goat that simulator. One. Yeah, but, <laughs> but it was, it was a very fun. fun game. Very short though. Um, I believe a Cuphead was that released this year though. I think it was released this year on Switch, but it was released other like a different year on Xbox and PC. Let's see, Xbox came out, yeah. So Switch was released this year, so I mean I don't have an Xbox, so yeah, you can count that. That's fine. 
Mm-hmm. I think got that. Um, Super Mega Baseball. Which I also just got. Pretty impressive. That was... It's fun. It's it's very different from uh, MLB The Show. I think hitting is a lot fun in that game. Yeah. And it's actually, like, just like by the look of it, you think it's, like, cartoony. It maybe plays, like, RBI Baseball. RBI Baseball, which we have documented, sucks. I mean... <laughs> I, I don't yeah, play so. any of these uh, sports games. <laughs> Super Mega games. Baseball 2 is like, it's fun, and you can still play it like a simulator game. Almost. When you said that, I, I haven't really dove in, I haven't really had a chance to dive into that game, but you said there's like kind of like a franchise mode and all that in that? Uh, yes, um, I believe so. I don't really touch it. I only basically play online. Okay. Um, there's a season mode, so you have your team you make, and then you play like, like a 60 or 60 something. That's pretty cool, actually. Season. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Was that a hockey game yeah, you guys difficulty. played? Did that come out this year? or It did, yeah. The hockey game, yeah, NHL. Yeah, that did come out this year. That yeah, is a legit game. Let's see. I'm playing my Switch. Let's see. Games I've gone through. All right, here we go. Um, So, Cuphead, I already mentioned. I played a little bit of Unreal 2, not too much. I've never played. I picked up this year, so I'm not really going with games that came out this year. But games I picked up this year, Tetris. That's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Because there was actually a couple of games that you know we discovered or rediscovered this year that we played. Um, so I think that kind of has its own little category too. So definitely, we can actually talk about that um, after you're done with your list, John. We can talk about yeah, games so we rediscovered. Tetris 99. Mm-hmm. That came uh, out this year, old right? Old school musical. I'm not familiar with that I one. I don't know Old School Musical. Me either. I think so, right? What's Old School Musical? I have no clue what that old is. Old School Musical. It's um, it's like a chip tune based uh, rhythm game. Oh, okay. Okay. Interface, okay that makes yeah, sense. Interface kind of reminds me of, um, I don't know, DDR. Like your typical rhythm games, it's all the, I don't but know, impressive. rhythm notes goes towards the middle of the screen. It, it's a, it's okay. a typical rhythm game. It's It's very simple. But I very much like the music. Click the button on the symbol. Chip tune stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Jedi Outcast got re-released. Ooh, that's right. I forgot about that. This year? Yep. I've been, uh, I haven't played too recently. I've played through some of it. It's pretty good. Um, it's a PC port, amazingly. Yeah, it actually works pretty well, well I mean, on the not Switch. Not amazingly, but I mean, yeah, it runs right. So. I mean, it is an old so game. Fun. I mean, they're on sale, but haven't touched. So let's see what else. There's a lot I played last year, so I won't really count them into discount. Yeah, I mean, there's several games I picked up, though. A little bit of. Okay. So, what is a game that came out last year? And this, this is kind of like an open question to everybody. Or, what's a game that came out? So it's some other year besides this year that you either rediscovered or started playing for the first time this year. Do you want to start with... Oh, anybody. Any, anybody? Is this open floor? Can you think about any, John? Uh, yeah, I'll take it away then. <laughs> okay, you think... I know Calman. I introduced Calman to Cameo. 
Yep, to cameo. And I think we've discussed a little little fairy girl, kind of like a female link. Yep, it's a rareware game. Yep, and you it's you know it was a really cool game that um, I don't think Kelman's ever heard of, and I was able to I show him for the first time. He's never played Xbox. Like the original Xbox games, there were quite a few that were really like just kind of stuck out, and I still haven't been able to introduce you to Crimson Skies, but I think it's that um, airplane game I want to I want to show you. <laughs> yeah. But he's discovered that in Gears of War. You've never played Gears of War prior. Yep, I never played Gears of War, and mm-hmm. this is the first time. So, and we also played some of the Fable, uh, Fable Three mainly. Um, we got pretty far in that. And what we'll did you think about to. those games, Cal? Go ahead and expand a little bit on those that you discovered. What did you think and how good they held up or your opinions? Uh, I thought that Fable 3 was very was very good. Uh, it's more of like, I think it's kind of like more of a simple RPG. Things are very straightforward. It, it's not, it doesn't bury you in, I guess, different like stat buildups and stuff. It's more of like, you know, you do something and you get a result out of it, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. the gameplay is really fun. It's, you know, simple. It's more of like, kind of like a combat wise. It's kind of like hack and slash in a way. Like you're mm-hmm. not like, you it's know, it's not too difficult. Yeah. You're not like stuck in like a, a weird combat system. It's kind of just, you go up and smack something and, <laughs> and that's, that's how you progress. Uh, the story was pretty cool. Um, you know, the, the whole, I guess trying to build up funds for, I guess, which would be like, you know, like the war or whatever, right? It's mm-hmm. like the, the civil war or something like that. Well, it's not, <laughs> what is, what it's is not it? quite a civil war. It's, it's a war though, you know, and um, the choices, your, your choices cost at some point. Okay. And, yeah, you know, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because you go through and you, you make certain decisions. You kind of want to have money. Hint, hint. Yeah. Um, so we, we played through that. That was a lot of fun. Gears of War, really good, smooth uh third person shooter that i just you know it was just never never able to play it because i never had an xbox so that was really fun um you know once again i wouldn't say the story is super deep at least for the first one not yet i mean that first one was pretty old yeah and so, it was a pretty quick playthrough yeah it was kind of just very you know in your face action you know just go and shoot some stuff which is mm-hmm. always nice first time you got to see the chainsaw Weapon. Where yeah, you can first cut chainsaw. Yeah. Um, I will say I also appreciate how a lot of Xbox um, first party games are co op online, which is really nice. I feel like I really wish that PlayStation had a little bit more of those. Um, mm-hmm. It's just kind of like the gameplay styles, I guess, though. Um, so I really did like that. Um, some other games that we kind of rediscovered this year Stardew Valley. That was this year um, that we were playing a lot of Stardew Valley. That game is, you know. It's good. <laughs> it's a really good game. Yeah. It's very addicting. Um, very easy to pick up and play. You can pick it up months later and feel like you won't miss a beat, which is really nice. Um, I think you actually discovered the Pokemon Let's Go series along with me. Um, that mm-hmm. was a lot of fun. So we had a good time with that. Um, and I think that's pretty much it, honestly, in terms of what we played this year. This year has just kind of been like a, a crazy quick... Uh, accelerated time <laughs> that it's really hard to remember all this stuff. Yeah, as we get older, it all just blurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's pretty much all of the games that we kind of rediscovered. Obviously, I played the sports games that John mentioned too. MLB probably being my favorite one this year. 
And I have yet to find, which is kind of sad, but I have yet to find a mobile game worthy of of any of my time. Yeah, I haven't. <laughs> I'm not a mobile person. No, I haven't found any good mobile games. Mm-mm. At least none that, that suit my fancy. Yes. Yeah, I don't really play mobile games. The only one I ever really fucked up, like maybe a couple years ago, maybe two or three years ago, was uh, that. We re-released Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh, that's uh, right. I remember that. Yeah, I was like, this is cool. They have on the phone, so... Yeah, I just I, I like the physical controls and all that, so I just I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's, it's a lot better. But plus, still, I don't like things. Kind of wish. Yeah, and I don't like things taking up storage on my phone. Like mm-hmm. I like having it pretty <laughs> open and not have things like dedicated to the memory because it just gets a pain. Kind of wish they had that one though on Switch. Oh, I know. Yeah, because they don't really have any tycoon oh. games on Switch. At least I don't think. They do have Oaks on Switch. But it's a crappy um, one though. You don't right? wanna you don't wanna know more about it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's kinda not good. Um, oh yeah. Oh boy. So John Next have you, podcast, bad games. <laughs> yeah, bad games of twenty nineteen or whatever. Um, John, what have so what game have you discovered? I know you mentioned Snipper Clips earlier, which that was kind of like a switch um, launch game. No, that one I bought I bought that one this year. Uh, last month, so Oh, okay. uh, but rediscover. Um, actually, I gave it some thought. I actually, did rediscover. Uh, I don't know if I call it rediscover. I well, rediscover or discover. Last year, it's um, uh, Wind Waker HD. Ooh, I you played that this year? I played some of it, not all of it. I think I got to. Ah man, I don't even remember where I ended up. I played quite a bit of it. I mean, I didn't get to maybe like. Maybe like a quarter of the game, but okay. You know, I mean that, that that game was cool. Yeah, I love that game. That was one of my favorite Wii U games, actually. Uh, out of all the Wii U games, I thought that one used the gamepad the best because you have like the, uh, you know, the inventory and the map all on the bottom screen. You can look at it without having to pause the game. That to me was like one of the highlight games for the Wii U gamepad. So I, I really did like that game a lot. Oh, well, Zelda games always hold up. Is that what we're talking about? Like well, this the- is Wind Waker HD. It was it was a you know obviously a remake remastering of the Wind Waker for the GameCube that released on Wii U last gen. Well, is oh, it considered yeah. last gen at this point? I don't even know. It's kind I of merged. To- uh, technically, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I like to go back to the Ocarina of Time and get stuck at the Boulder City because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think there's a way around that. It's been a while, while since I played that. I like to get lost in the forest sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Just listen to the music and then crush well, on the I little mean, girl that's well, cute in the village. <laughs> yeah. What's the last time you played that one? What's that? What's the last time you played Wind Waker? Wind Waker? Oh, man. It's been a long time. Probably since the year it came out. 26, was it 2016? 14. I swear you probably played it in 2017 Earlier. or 2018. No, no, Wind Waker HD. No, it was. It's been a long time since I played that, because that came out. That that had to come out in 2014. Oh man. Let's see. Came out 2013. 2013. Oh my wow. gosh. That's pretty crazy. Oh, I remember man. when they were like showing the trailers off for that game. That's pretty wild. 
remember yesterday when you were playing? That was four years ago. That wasn't yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty insane. That is crazy. What is your most consistently played game? It doesn't have to be your game of the year, but just the most played. Uh, I'd probably say... I'd probably say still maybe Rocket League. Rocket League. I feel like that's one that I consistently have gone back to. In terms of time spent, though, maybe between MLB and Madden, and I I usually pick these games just because they're so easy to pick up and just play for a little while and then not play them. So it's probably between, I guess, those three games. I went a lot into The Sims 4 for the majority of the year, which was really bad for me. That's your go-to. Yes, and I've stopped the addiction, and now it's Oblivion again, which is always like an Elder Scrolls game. Even Morrowind, I find myself going back to that. What about you, John? It's got to be Battlefront 2. I mean, I've been playing that consistently, I think, every year. Okay. Since it came out. I'm 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 still really impressed with... Um, how well they turned that game around, honestly. I'm surprised I'm am. not on there more, to be honest. Well, you have it on you have it on PlayStation, you have it on Xbox, but we're on PlayStation, so it's like. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I like to do it myself. I can go into battle. I know, I just, but it's fun with friends, though. When I have all these other tempting games, it's hard, you know. I got it is. It's like I always forget house. about Battlefront. Yeah, it's like wait a minute. So much now. Why did I get Call of Duty when there is a perfectly good shooter that has Star Wars characters in it? <laughs> That has True. better maps and better modes. So True. it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. I just kind of forget about it. Although I still go back to the nostalgia of going to the original Star Wars Battlefronts. Yeah, I And love using like the speed bikes and just running into trees. I mean, That was nice, know. yeah. You can do that in uh, <laughs> the first Battlefront, actually. I think you can do that in this really? one, too. Yeah. Oh, my Well, God. not the no, first No, you can do battle. that racing game thing or whatever where you can take That was race. weird. Yeah, that was weird. But that was the only part I remember you can use them at. I mean, no, besides can... the pointless, I feel like you're like a so yeah. They out. had it on the uh, Dice's Battlefront one where you can they're laying around Endor, but on this one you have to like get points and then respond in on it. Yeah, see that's lame. You just run to the bike and beat whoever's trying to get to them first, and then just go crazy. Well, that was back when it was on the original, where you basically just kicked off like the the CPU that was on there. And then they would just stand there in their same spot for the entire match. It's like, well, that was my purpose, and he just took it away. God. But yeah, Battlefront, that's that's interesting um, that you play that, uh, I guess, most consistently. Um, yeah, I take breaks from it, but it's, I mean, we want to go back to all the time. Yeah. Now... Because I just like Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've... The more and more I've played that, the more... I find that I like it and it's like, I'm going to remember this next time I want to play a shooter. But for some reason I just never do. To me, I would rather go to battlefront rather than call of duty. Oh my God. Battlefront's so much better. I think we've been playing call of duty cause it's, it's new and it's fresh out and we've like, just been trying to experiment. There is still something a little bit addicting about call of duty. Like the whole like ping sound when you, you know, get your kill, but True. it's like, it's not worth it. I don't know. I kind of want to go to battlefront. <laughs> yeah. Battlefront. I, I think, think battlefront is like, fun. you can suck, but it'll still be fun. Especially now exactly. the new Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now it's like you don't have to play against really good people. You can just, you know. Even though that CPU is actually pretty decent. Oh, they put up God, quite a big scary. fight. Like, they'll just, I mean, they'll just keep coming. I think I die more in co-op mode than I do in online mode. 
Really? The, I think so. Uh, hero bots. The hero bots will actually taunt you, emote taunt you, when you, they kill you. <laughs> <laughs> kind of scary. Oh my gosh. I mean, technically, aim bots if you want to get technical. <laughs> well, I, I spawned uh, as Anakin on, what was that, on Felucia? Or was it Geonosis? Might have been Geonosis. And he, when he spawned, he's like, I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets <laughs> everywhere. It was pretty funny. I saw um, a video my little brother showed me of the Battlefront 2. It's a small clip. It I don't know. I think it was computer people. I don't know. You know, bots. But basically, Boba Fett, like, killed somebody, and then he stood over them and used a flamethrower on them. I'm like, oh, that's aggressive. But it, it looked like bots. It didn't look... It was strange, but it was very entertaining. And he's like saying something like "die." It was the strangest thing. I was like, "Wow, that's very gruesome." It's very aggressive. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's funny how they actually like taunt. It's pretty great. And John, weren't you saying like they brought in some like old bot names from the original Battlefront series? Really? They did. They also did it was their previous game as well on their instant action kind of mode. That's pretty um, funny. One of them's uh, Nom Carver. So any of you who are who have played the original quite a bit will recognize Nom Carver. And one of them was Reach. It's like so it was three R or E's and <laughs> R E C H. Yeah, was, I remember that. Was, he didn't even have a last name. He was just called Reach. <laughs> Reach. That's awesome. It's like Reach Kelly. Nom Carver Kelly. I remember Carver a lot. Those two like, are always top of the leaderboard. I don't know for whatever reason that spots would get top. They're just really good. <laughs> um, so now there's there's a question I want to ask. Now we're before we get into the the game of the year, our selections. What games came out this year that you didn't get to play but you want to play starting next year? So I already said uh, mine. Mine's the you know Star Wars Fallen Order. Yeah, I mean, that would be mine, too. Um, I would also say... I know. I was like, that's, like, my most wanted. I've been dying to play that. Yeah. That's the one I would... I honestly wish I could... I would have played it maybe just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, I want to play... And this is... I don't know if this counts. It should, but that... Uh, Monster World Iceborne, the add-on, the... Basically, it's like the... I saw that, yeah. DLC. Yeah, I and saw it's that. it's basically like, almost like a whole new game. It's, it's kind of like the... Um, you know, back in the day when they used to do expansion packs, and that's basically what it is. Like that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, I haven't I haven't touched Monster Hunter since it came out. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. It was really fun. It's just I just didn't it didn't really, you know, hook me in. Now, if we're gonna talk about which games we should have played over another, I wish I played Final Fantasy instead of The Sims Four for most twenty nineteen. Yeah. I really wish so. Yeah, I regret it. That's like the one game I regret ever spending so much time in, to be honest. <laughs> I regret getting Mario Maker because I just never play it. Oh, yeah. You were so uh, hyped. And as soon as he got it, he was like, like, wow, I suck at this. Well, I'm bad at making maps. <laughs> it's like, I'm not good at normal yeah. Mario games. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. Not, that was great. That was probably my biggest regret that I did. Look it's at cool the game. face you made. You're like, like eh, well, probably could have done without that. The most unnecessary game for for someone who doesn't really care for creating maps. <laughs> oh my god! That was very entertaining seeing your face when you were like, like I could tell you were done. Switch games. <laughs> it's a lot of switch games I did. Get. 
Let's see. Was there not ports first? Let's see. So besides the Star Wars game, I mean, did you have any games you wished you would have played throughout 2019? Like ones you wish you devoted time to or spent more time playing on? Yeah, a lot of them, honestly. I mean, I could make a whole list of them, but I mean, I'll get to them next. <laughs> You're like all of them. Yeah, oh. all of them. All of them. Uh, like Outer Worlds came out. Completely forgot about that. Oh yeah, that yeah, game was supposed true. to be really was, good. Was that on Switch or is this coming on Switch? It's coming to Switch. I'm pretty sure. Oh. I think it. It's you know Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. I think right now. Um, so it's supposed to come to Switch eventually. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's, I don't know. A lot, there's like a lot of games that came out, and there's a lot of games coming out next year, too. So it's like, there's not ever going to be a break. So you just kind of have to pick and choose. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess I guess we're going to hop into our Game of the Year selections. Okay. So all right. We're going to pick I'm, one, or what's going on? I mean, we, we all can pick which one that we want. Should we say it all at once so that we can't just base it off I of think each other and then have, break it down? I don't know. I'm, uh, maybe. I don't know. Let's let's. You're I, like no. Let's go in order. Okay. Go one by one. Yeah. Let's <laughs> okay. do one by one. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and just say it. It's pretty freaking obvious because it's probably gonna be the thumbnail of this podcast. Uh, you literally have. <laughs> you have it's, several podcasts that. Yeah. Have a title and then switch and bait it to us. <laughs> yeah. So game. it is completely, without question, my game of the year for 2019. Is the Untitled Goose Game? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, obviously it's Death Stranding. <laughs> uh, it's it completely blew away any expectations I had, which is pretty remarkable because I had none. And um, it's uh, it's really become one of my favorite games on the PlayStation in general. So uh, very impressed with it. And I'm not even like I didn't even complete Death Stranding yet. So this is really just based on what I think is going to happen um, and what I've played so far. So, I mean, I could get to the ending and be like, wow, I want to, I want to, you know, retract that, <laughs> that game of the year award. Um, but no, I mean, it's, it's been very impressive, very fun, um, very hooked into the story. Uh, it's very goofy, very strange, very different. And just the overall uniqueness of it to me was just enough to, to make it, you know, my game of the year for 2019. How about you, Kim Kim? Well, even though this game didn't really go in the direction I wanted it to, and I'm being a little nitpicky there, and it still, even it being different um, than what I was expecting, I mean, it was a completely different genre. I mean, I was literally so upset even even when i started seeing the small you know leaks and here's a little trailer and a little teaser or whatnot but it's gonna be death stranding it even though oh i thought you were describing the untitled goose game oh no (laughs) i thought death stranding honestly was going to be a competitor to what silent hill is like you know like a scary new spinoff on a horror game but honestly um it still is very creepy and it's still very weird. And it's just different. I mean, it was a different way to traverse a game. It's a different... I mean, you're being a delivery person, which in a way, for someone like me who loves hoarding stuff and just... I don't know. I mean, like, we played Minecraft. You know, that's basically just a block game and build whatever the heck you want in it, you know, and fight some enemies. Yeah. 
So, I mean, that's fun. And But this game, you know, you get to put the little crates on your back. You get to deliver it and get like rewards or rewards from it or whatever. And then some things leak into your game online, which is really cool because it's kind of like what the story is all about anyway, like how everything's connected. It just took me in a different way. Like it was almost like No Man's Sky, but here's an actual storyline you have to kind of stick to. So I felt a little bit more guided and not so lost. And I felt there was like this whole world I could explore and Look, I haven't found that And you that could kind go of, anywhere, even the yeah. moon. Well, <laughs> you could go many places, and it, it was just like an exploring game. It was really nice. It was fresh. It was different. I didn't feel like they grabbed too much design concepts from other games and pieced them together. Personally, I felt like it was still futuristic, and everything kind of looked similar with our futuristic concepts, but it just felt fresh. Now, granted, it was a lot more reading than I thought would be in the game. It's I mean, a lot of reading. I did not know it was going to be that much reading. And so if you do not like reading for the background lore, um, you might be a little lost with the story. <laughs> so, um, But that would be my game of the year. Definitely. How about you, John? Well, I mean, we all should have just said it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, you were yeah, right. There it is. Death Stranding. Um, I think it would have been Jedi. Um, i watched several gameplay clips i mean if i had played it maybe i would have chosen that maybe a little bit different i i mean i know that game kind of plays like um dark souls like casual like a casual dark souls but yeah didn't get to play it so i can't really choose it so it's gonna be that stranding um i mean i kind of knew going in only because of the trailers but there's so many things you don't know that they don't really show you and you know it's it's completely different from other games. I mean, you, it's a it's third person. Um, you kind of explore around. So, I mean, there are games like that, but this one's different in terms of what you had to actually accomplish. That's delivering packages. And they do it in a yeah. way where it actually feels fun, kind of rewarding, makes you feel a little bit good. And then just like mm-hmm. the mood, just, I wouldn't even just set up. I think, I don't think it's a perfect game. I think it's just a different like fresh idea that makes it interesting to play. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. And the story is complete to me. It's unpredictable. I mean, I like that. I don't know what's going to happen or I can't just guess what's going to happen. You know, Mm -hmm. like you don't know, like what's he going to do next? Is the baby going to come crawling out of the thing and nibble on your, your ankle? I don't know. Like (laughs) spoilers. That actually does happen. Oh, no, (laughs) No, we don't know. It could, it could. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's <laughs> ankle biting. And the see? lore, the lore, of the game kind of builds the world too, so it's actually interesting. I mean, it I does. think it's yeah. just crazy in general. But <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Maybe I mean, some way, of the things, like some of the imagery that they have, it's like ridiculous. Like even like in some of just like the smallest details, it's like, you know, who would think of this? It's just it's weird. It's it's nothing. It's not like anything I've ever played, and I, I just liked. I'd like how, you know, each cutscene, it seems like the game just gets weirder and weirder. And it's just not something that you usually see. So it's like, what's going to happen? Because I really don't know. I think it's also the very first game that has successfully put any kind of celebrity, any kind of well-known actor into a game. And multiple. The way they look and still made the game seem like it it made sense. Your brain is trying to comprehend this real-life person is in this game, and yet 
it belongs. Yeah. And I think he did a really good job in, in blending the story and blending the things. And it, it makes it interesting. And you're like, what? And it, I think it's the first game I've ever played that had such well-known people put in it. So obvious. Yeah. You know, like that's how they all look and that's how they are. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's it's a big feat. Last game that was in Kojima I played that had that was um, probably Beyond Two Souls had uh, Ellen Page, Willem Dafoe. Oh, you know what? That's yeah, right, Beyond yeah. Two Souls. Was that a Kojima game? I don't know no, what no, game that was. One that's not a Kojima game. Um, I'm like, that doesn't I mean, seem like but, something he'd make. Yeah, that was a good game, though. Yeah, um, I want to say Metal Gear because those are just voices. So I guess the ones that are just straight up faces. So, like, same like uh, Guillermo del Toro's in Death Stranding, but it's not actually him. It's another yeah. Does his voice. Which is uh, weird. I mean, I don't know, just playing through Death Stranding, originally at first I was like, I don't know, it's going to be like my kind of game, but then it's actually mm-hmm. more interesting. But right when we see Norm Reedus and Guillermo del Toro take a shower together, I just knew this was yeah. it. <laughs> And you know what's, yeah, like you know what's funny is, is that it's a it's a heavy weighted person, and I don't think I've really played a lot of games with heavy weighted people being any part of the main characters. Kinda, yeah. And I think that's really cool too. Like I, I really I like his character. Awesome. I did too. It, like starting out the game, it's just his character is like, and then like moving on, he actually has like a backstory, and you actually feel for him more than like most of everyone else in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I find him very interesting. I do, I really do. Like, I really like the the characters they chose and the roles they're playing. And I just don't think after playing it, that any well, not we're not done yet, but yeah, I don't think anyone else could really play those parts. Yeah, I think they I definitely picked the right people for the roles. Ironically, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's everyone just seems to really mesh really well. It's all believable. I will say Norman Reedus, he seems just like Daryl well, <laughs> from yeah, Walking Dead. Well, yeah, they took that kind of... It's like, I'm okay with that, though, because it fits this character so well. And... Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that... I feel like there's just a lot of chemistry uh, on screen that just... It just is working. <laughs> At least so far. Like I said, I haven't completed <laughs> the game weird. yet. Yeah, I could I could end up hating this game like by next week or even later tonight. Who knows? But <laughs> uh, whose celebrities? What celebrities do we have? Let's see. We got Norman Reedus, Guillermo del Toro, Margaret Qualley, uh, Matt Nicholson. Um, Who's that guy? Uh, who is that guy? What guy? He, two other he has an audience actors. Cosplayer. Oh, Conan O'Brien's in it too. Conor, yeah, Conan. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I mean that was pretty funny. Yeah, and, that was pretty hilarious. And, and it's what's her name? Um. She was in one of the Bond movies, I remember. Uh, Fragile. Oh, I have no idea who that is. I for- always forget her name. Uh, she was in one of the Bond movies? Really? She was. What? Um, I didn't know that. Well, it's uh, Leia, Leia Sado. I think the deal. I have no idea. I had no clue. I thought that was like the one rendered character like wasn't based off anyone she has perfect skin um, if that's the case uh, uh for, not anymore spoilers <laughs> oh stop it <laughs> you, perfect face jesus she's the perfect face oh um a bionic woman what's her name huh 
Um, who? Uh, the president. Oh, uh, Bridget. Was it? She's Lindsay Wagner, Bridget, but I think they just got her like this. I don't think they have her voiced by her. Yeah, because they might be the same actor. I don't think they've used her as. I think they just think, used her likeness. Yeah, they used her likeness, but they did not use her voice. Yeah, same thing with Guillermo. Yeah. Um. A Troy Baker, I'm kind of getting sick of him in a lot of games and everything I see, so can't really say <laughs> too much about him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he does a good. He does much for different John. characters, but I just like kind of getting sick of like him and showing up and everything. <laughs> yeah, we need we need less bakers and more cooks. But you know, it's it's really cool. Like it really is. Like it's almost like a movie game in a way. It does feel very much it's, like that. It's very interesting. It just has a different jive to it. Most games are based off like books or they're just fantasy people made up and Yeah. You know, like it's really cool to kind of see that mesh together, like a movies and games in a way and these actors and famous people just whoop like just merge. Yeah. It's just cool. And I mean there have been, you know, games like that before, like, you know, Last of Us and Uncharted mm-hmm. series, you know, most notably and I'm sure there's a few other ones too. Um but I feel like this one does it better and i feel like the gameplay is more in line with what's going on in the cutscenes. where i feel like uncharted it's like oh here's all this stuff and oh there's a whole bunch of just random enemies that just popped up and you have to kill them all which also like, has troy baker which also has troy baker yeah <laughs> so and metal gear and uh last <laughs> of us uh troy baker is like in everything yeah he, he actually Ironically, he, he actually plays them. He sorry. plays Mario's mustache in all the Mario games. I'm just kind of disturbed now. <laughs> I mean, that's that's he's, odd. He's he's everywhere. That is really uncomforting. I know he he is everywhere, um, but yeah. So clearly, I guess we're all in unison here. Death Stranding is. Um, our game of the year yep. for 2019. So we'll add it with Spider-Man from last year. And we need to like open up like a page or something on the website that's dedicated to these. I'll, I'll probably try to work on that maybe tonight. Um, so very exciting. Um, I did have some uh, game opinions from uh, lay Twitter. <laughs> and oh, uh, just to, to see what some random people on Twitter thought of uh, this year's list of games. There's some, there's some ones on here that I wasn't um, expecting to see for people's game of the years. Um, So this one is from at Jeff VS the world 2019. Look back my favorite top five games from 2019. This first one's really weird to me. Uh, Number one, ultimate Alliance three for switch, which is a game I just completely forgot about. Uh, to me, it didn't really look all that great, but I've never played it, so I guess I can't really, you know, speak too much on that. Um, he also says Super Smash Bros. Ultimate technically uh, came out in, you know, December 2018, but he's putting it on there anyway, which is fine. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for PlayStation 4. Samurai Showdown for PlayStation 4. Never heard of that game. <laughs> and then River City Girls Sleeper. What? Uh, which I guess he's calling it a sleeper. Uh, for the Switch, which I've never, I've never seen that. I've never seen that game either, actually. So I thought that was pretty cool. So he had some uh, very 
I guess obscure, maybe not obscure, but he had a couple on there that I just we just didn't know didn't about. know. Um, and this is at Neon Waves, I guess underscore Neon Waves underscore, trying to throw me off. Uh, this is his favorite game of 2019. He has great taste. It is Death Stranding. <laughs> Made great the right taste. choice. Uh, this next one, another game that completely forgot this was a thing. And man, these these guys have like the longest like front names. Uh, this is at Delson Crow. And they said, I'm so grateful that Astral Chain exists. And it's one of my top favorite games of 2019. Completely forgot about that game. That was a Switch game. Switch exclusive, of course. Um, these other... There's another tweet here. It says, my favorite slash least favorite games of 2019 because I'm bored. Well, because you're bored, you are now on the Game Pinions podcast. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> their favorite game, Fire Emblem Three Houses, one that wanted to play, but just didn't get around to it. And then this other game is Indivisible, which I've never heard of. Oh, who was that, actually, that um, had posted that one oh. specifically? This is at uh, Breath of the Mild. So I like the play on words there. <laughs> of the mild. Yeah, or I guess play on word. <laughs> um, this one's also really interesting um, because they included games that weren't from this year necessarily. Uh, this is at Ryan Wolf. The four games that made 2019 for me. I can't wait for all the new 2020 games. Heart, heart. Uh, what were your favorite games 2019? Well, we already listed them off. Uh, and they included Fallout 76, which I thought was really weird. Hmm. Because most people hate Fallout 76. And something like that that's very similar to like an MMO per se. I wouldn't really put it in the same category as like a, a game. It's just more like a, a non-stop one, honestly. I mean, that's always being worked on. Yeah. But I mean, I liked Fallout 76, so. I liked it too, Ever actually. since it came out. Yeah, I haven't played it in like over a year now, but I actually like that too. Um, they also included Star Wars, Fallen Order. Uh, looks like Pokemon X and Y. Hmm. Not X and Y. I keep saying X and Y. It's Pokemon Sword and Shield. And I'm assuming that's Assassin's Creed, if I had to make a guess, but I really don't know. I honestly don't know either. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Looking at a picture. No idea. Can't really see. So then we have one more. Actually, I think we have a couple more. We haven't done this for a while, so we're compensating now. Um, so <laughs> just hold on to your your butts. Um, so this is at TGA1000. So not 100, not 999, but 1,000. Uh, favorite games of 2019. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Resident Evil 2 Remake, which, once again, another game. Just completely forgot. Uh, Disco Asylum, never heard of it. Control, which I heard was actually a really good game. Um, Devil May Cry 5, completely forgot about that game. Never played any of those games in that series, actually. The Outer Worlds, another game that's very easy to forget. Uh, Judgment, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, a Plague Tale, Innocence, never heard of it. And then Jedi Fallen Order. So a lot now, of different... Jedi Fallen Order has been hitting the list more often than Sekiro from what I'm seeing so far. Yeah, but, and I, mean, I feel like be good. and I feel like a lot of that is like it's because it is a good game, but a lot of it I think is recency bias too. I feel oh, like true. a lot of people, you know, these end of the year games usually get a little bit more attention than the ones that came out earlier in the year. Um, mm -hmm. this one is 
at Chikorita Cheese. Fire Emblem Three Houses is my favorite game of 2019. Also, Golden Deer is the best house. I don't know what that means, but I am inclined to agree. I don't know. It's There's three houses, so I'm assuming Golden Deer is one of the houses in that game. Uh, I have no idea. I haven't played this game. Yeah, I, I've, I haven't played since Awakening, but I really actually want to play, but... I have too many other things I have to accomplish first. So this is what this is at a uh, Ahmed Smithin. Uh, his uh, s- favorite games of 2019. Uh, the number one I'm assuming is because it's the biggest picture. Uh, Sakuro Shadows Die Twice Resident Evil Remake, Dragon Quest Builders Two, which I've never played. Uh, Judgment. Argue against that. You don't like Dragon. Uh, Dragon oh, Builders. Oh no! Too. I was just like, eh, I just seen that game. I was like, I don't know. It's, I mean, I guess you like it. So. It's Minecraft. Uh, what the golf? <laughs> uh, never heard of that. Then of course we have Star Wars on there. Devil May Cry Five, Fire Emblem Houses, Control. Those kind of seem to be common in uh, a lot of people's favorite game lists. Kind of want to play some of these now. <laughs> yeah. Especially what the golf. I really like. I'm interested. Oh, it's I'm so peaked. nice to hear some indie games for game of the year. Well, I don't, actually, not that's Dragon Quest. Actually, <laughs> why are those indie games? I'm not sure. Uh, is what the golf an indie the, game? What the golf is most likely an indie we game. We need to confirm. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and Control a, might okay. be too. Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Because Control, I think, is a little bit cheaper price wise. So I'm assuming that's an indie game too. Um. This one is at Ash J. Bow. And boom. Here's my favorite games of 2019. Number one, Death Stranding. Good choice. Number two is Code Vein. Never heard of it. Uh, number three is Sekiro. Number four, Pokemon Shield. Number five, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Number six, Altelier Riza. I don't know what if I even said that right. That Probably Code not. Vein sounds interesting. He has good taste. Code Vein. Looks yeah. cool. From the little tiny picture he provided, or she. Yeah, that looks very interesting, actually. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Oh, it's definitely a she. It's Ashley. Oh. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Well, sorry. <laughs> uh, this show is... Oh, sorry. Wrong, <laughs> wrong one. Uh, <laughs> no, this is at this show ring, or erring. I don't know. It sounds like it's supposed to be this showing, but there's an R instead of an N, so... <laughs> I can't do that math. Uh, So this is not really a game of the year list. Well, I guess it is. So they said, what happened in 2019 for me? I discovered the Persona series and became interested in it because of Joker's inclusion in Smash. I then went on to play Persona 3 and Persona 4. 4 became my favorite game of all time. So I guess that's kind of their game of the year, even though it didn't come out this year. Um, So Persona was an awesome game. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. They, they, you know, go on to say, overall, I became a huge RPG and fighting game fan this year. I wonder what next year will do. So, pretty cool. Very neat. And I think we have... Uh, we have two more. It's almost over. This pain and suffering is almost over. Uh, this is... <laughs> <laughs> this is at... This is supposed to be fun! This is at the uh, Katora Cowboy 73... My top eight favorite games of 2019. Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, Devil May Cry 5. 
Uh, or is it four? What's the V again? It's V5. <laughs> it's five. Thank you. Uh, I should know because I've like said that game like 20 times. Uh, <laughs> Al the so the Somnium Files. No idea what that is and did not say that right. I can almost guarantee it. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, which is a game that is very easy to forget too. Uh, Katana Zero. Never heard of that game. Astral Chain. The Outer Worlds, Tetris 99. There you go, John. Tetris. And then honorable mentions. My, f- my <laughs> is this is this uh, starring Napoleon Dynamite? It's uh, my friend Pedro. Uh, oh, okay. That that game. <laughs> I mean, I really wanted to pick up that game, but I heard it's like eh, it gets old quick. But it looks fun. Yeah. So if it ever goes on like a ever like a deeper sale, I might pick it up. I've never heard of it at all um it's kind of like um uh, i don't know if you play not a hero um oh man i don't know what to compare it to it's like a 2d side scrolling uh, let's just say like how how my miami but just like a general kind of description okay uh, let's see what we can, can compare it to it's 2d it's side scrolling uh there's slow motion uh and you have a gun you're shooting people they shoot at you a lot of slow motions, like kind of parkour, kind of two D kind of thing. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's what it is. That's pretty neat. I've, I have to look into that. Um, another two more that they wrote down here were Bloodstained and Untitled Goose Game. So we did get a reference to Untitled Goose hey, Game. Hey, Goose Game! Yeah, I know well, it's right listed. there. That was almost our game of the year. <laughs> uh, <laughs> game of the uh, moment. Game of the moment. Uh, so this is our last one. This is at Geek Out Girl. I have a feeling that this is that this time next year I'll be saying my favorite game of 2020 is Animal Crossing: New Horizons, and I can look back on this tweet and say, "Yep, I was right." Oh, so that was more like a prediction for 2020. That was kind of like a prediction, yeah. So, which I'm looking forward to Animal Crossing uh, so bad. I am too. Play, like a lot. <laughs> we are going yeah. to be like addicts to that so i'm guessing we're gonna have a lot to say yeah that that is a that's a day one buy um that's going to probably take up the majority of our free time i think when that game comes out gonna smack his neighbors with the net until he gets his favorite ones and steal my neighbors (laughs) yeah and steal mine because he did that one yeah i stole we talked about in the last podcast Mm -hmm. i stole uh kim's kangaroo I was really upset. i don't forgive him and i stopped playing after that too actually yeah they're just like yo kim my my new town is so much better than the one that I was last in. Yours sucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he basically said, like, don't worry, I found this awesome out. town. He's like, yeah. there's no laws here. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> it was great. And then five seconds later, it gets hit like with the, one of those fishing bats or whatever. Oh, God. Well, you, you have to dig holes around them and then just have them sit there and then just smack them with a the net. Oh my gosh, don't It's like in the new one, you find out they can actually fall down the holes. Don't listen to him. Yeah, and they, they end up in like an actual town, not at like a Guys deserted are terrible. island. terrible. Well, that's what you use pitfalls for. What if pitfalls were, you know, they exchange pitfalls for like claymores or bouncing betties? And it's just like, oh, there goes your name. Uh, do, you, do you remember the, this is sorry, this is still on topic, kind of topic, kind of <laughs> out, but do you remember the, um, the train station has a locker we can store like between... I think you like towns. You could I do. Out that locker. I do. Uh, yeah. I basically turned it into pitfall storage. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did too. Actually, <laughs> like I don't know where to put these. They, like they don't stack. 
Yeah, I did the exact same thing. I, I used uh, the storage unit there to uh, to store all the pitfall seeds. I, mean, I don't know what to do with all yeah, these. So I can't use them. Yeah, it's, it's store your train storage. And so, like, when you go to other people's town, and you just pull it out. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, look what I got. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty cool. So I guess, um, <laughs> so I guess w- w- before we leave, do you guys want to say like your most anticipated game for next year? Oh, that's. So easy. Uh, Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing for me too. What what was the other one you said, John? Lego Star Wars. Lego Star Wars. Oh, those Lego Star Wars games are awesome. I'm gonna say that. It's a new Lego Star Wars game. Comes out next year. That's pretty cool. Of course, mine's also the next Halo if it comes out next year. It does. It comes out next December. Between those two, it's gotta be both. I think this is about a tie for me. Yeah, I guess mine would be um, Animal Crossing. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 um, and I think people don't agree but I think that the new Zelda game is going to come out next year Breath of the Wild 2 so I'm going to just go ahead and say that and well, PlayStation 5 so those are my game related stuff that I'm excited as far for as next year been announced, yeah. yeah and if you're looking forward to a new Elder Scrolls campaign game you you're probably disappointed. going to be looking more like into 2021 or 2022 to be honest with yeah. you though maybe Starfield next year I don't know Maybe Starfield. Eh, it can't fill that hole in my heart. <laughs> you have to play ESO. Yeah, we'll you see though. Play Skyrim. Yeah, oh, I'm playing so Skyrim. tired. Skyrim. We can play our refrigerator. Oh god! <laughs> I was gonna say I, I heard it coming out of the toaster next year. <laughs> Ooh! Does it? Are they gonna release one for the two slot toaster? Because that's the only one we. Or have. the four slot? Because the four slot. The four I would slot. Upgrade we can't for. afford that. No, we can't afford that. <laughs> two slot only. Well, I mean, make... uh, it's coming out on what's that? Um, on what about Apple, the iWatch? Is it like coming a... out on iWatch? <laughs> I think it is. I think it's already out. <laughs> it like reads you all of your stuff, and you have to select using the uh, dictation feature. What's <laughs> that? The Alexa that they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! Text-based adventure. <laughs> yeah. Elder Scrolls. Uh, no Text-based. <laughs> well. I think uh, I think Kim's recorder is about to like run out of battery, or not run out of battery, but run out of record time. Um, but I just wanted to thank all you guys for tuning into Game Pinions this year, and I know you guys will probably be listening to this in 2020. But just thanks for all the support and all the the downloads. We definitely accomplished a lot this year, and I'm excited to you know continue that into this next year. Uh, you know, hopefully, be more consistent in terms of our uploads. And what we're going to be doing on our YouTube channel as well. So uh, I want to thank you guys for participating in the podcast to end the year. Unfortunately, TJ wasn't on today, but that's something that we're going to shoot for in 2020. Um, make sure you guys leave us some reviews on uh, Apple Podcasts. If you like this podcast, let us know. And if you don't, tell us why it sucks. <laughs> so either one will be greatly appreciated. Um, but until next time, here in the new year. Uh, keep on keeping on. Yeah. Right, we you good? All, yeah, we can all. Okay. all right.